Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 42. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here, my friends, to give you another installment of our coverage for the final book of the Hunger Games tr- trilogy? trilogy. Yes. I, I got confused because they have four movies now. I know. Anyway, we are going to be covering the final two chapters of part two of this book. Chapters number 17 and 18. And some exciting things are happening in this chapter. And, and Stephanie, before we get started, I I feel like I must be a little authentic and transparent with our audience. And that always gets me in trouble. Okay. But I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. But I am... How can we call ourselves a fan podcast if I'm actually at a place where oh, I just wish we could get through the end of this book? I, and you know why? Why? Because... I listened. All, I mean, when did we listened in the car on the way down to where? I, I, where did we even go? Probably to Tennessee. Okay, so that was Tennessee. That was a long time ago. Um, it was back in April, I would think. May. It would have been Labor Day. Okay. I mean, Memorial Day. So, <laughs> the one that happens in May. <laughs> there you go. So it was back in May, and we listened all the way up to what chapter? You've, you've heard everything but the last chapter in the epilogue. So... I'll be honest with you. The The problem is, is we, you know, we shouldn't listen in the car. We shouldn't listen in the car. We sh- unless we know we're going to be recording right afterwards. And, and we can't record in the car with three kids. And it's been too long for us to just take your notes. And, and it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that because in the car, honestly, I you didn't, didn't. Right. You don't catch. I was it all. listening to the audiobook. I wasn't catching everything. But here's the deal. I have a pretty good idea of what happens all the way up until the last chapter the last chapter in the epilogue so it's not been that it's like oh i i hope to read this and even and i feel horrible because the last time we recorded i remember at the end it's like oh we're gonna do we're just gonna finish this book blah 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 they're gonna just knock it out in one day yeah that didn't happen and i want to apologize to you guys you you guys who are listening to this podcast deserve so much more from me and and I I personally want to apologize to you. And, um, you know, this has been a good book. It has, and, and it's been a good series. I'm looking forward to the movies that will come out uh, to to cover the other books. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm in, I've enjoyed the series. I, there's a part of me, though, I, I just wish we could get through so we can. I want to read that final chapter. I, mm-hmm. I want to know. What happens in that final chapter in the epilogue? I know. You want me to tell you? <laughs> no, I don't want you to tell me. But uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I feel like I'm just going through the motions in a pot when I record these more recent episodes here. And I, I hate that feeling. It, it's not the it's not the way I like to come to a podcast. Then we shouldn't have listened in the car. I know. I know. I, 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 I'll slap myself on the wrist. There That's you go. the hand, but yeah. I'll let you have it. <laughs> so, thank you, babe. I also have nothing to apologize for because I warned you of Ken's promising 
Uh, yes, you did. Yes, I you warned did. you against promising things. All right. Well, I've got my highlighted notes here on right. my Kindle for the Mac app, and I am ready to go. Blindsided. That's how I feel when Haydenwich tells me in the hospital. I fly down the steps to command, mind racing a mile a minute, and burst right into war a war meeting. What do you mean I'm not going to the Capitol? I have to go. I'm... The, the mocking jay i like that um they're not gonna let her go to war so they think well so she thinks right now yeah and she is not happy about it mm-hmm. and um and basically it comes down to that she hasn't had any training right and not to mention the fact that she's not well i mean she's had significant injuries one right after another yep you know is this somebody i mean she is the symbol of the rebellion and she's she's kind of fragile she is i love when she says suddenly i see myself through the through his eyes speaking of bogs um a smallish 17 year old girl who can't quite catch her breath since her ribs haven't fully healed Disheveled, undisciplined, recuperating, not a soldier, but someone who needs to be looked after. This is this is a chapter, this one actually and chapter 18, which by the way, we're covering chapters 17 and 18 in this episode, if we haven't told you already. Uh, so you can pause now if you haven't read chapter 18. Uh, but anyway, this is, this is a chapter where we really get to see a 17-year-old girl again. Right. You know, where she realizes that she's 17 and oftentimes even though we've been recording these episodes sometimes i even forget Forget that she's only 17 years old right i i totally know what you mean you get um you get caught up in her maturity and and i you get caught up in her maturity and for some reason i it's been so long maybe it's just because you know the whole being shocked by the fact that these are kids going into these games. It, what, what was that a year ago? It was over. When did we start this podcast? Over a year ago. Um, I, I can tell. I you. read Mockingjay last June, okay. May, May or June. So it, it's been. It's been a while. It's been about a year. It, it's been a little over a year. I'm looking at our episode guide, but it's taken a probably while about up. 16 months. So, yeah, you know what? It's just pulled up, so I want to look. Let's see here. Hunger Games, and it it was uh, April of 2011. So, 16 months. So there Pretty you dang good at this game, aren't I? Yes, you are. <laughs> but um, here's the deal. I sometimes forget that these are, you know, that these were younger people. Right. Now, we're starting to get into the place where she's like, okay, I've got to do something. Uh, whatever it takes... Listen, I, I am going there and they said, you're not going anywhere unless you're training and you haven't been well enough to even train. She's like, OK, fine, I'll train, but I'm going to the stinking capital if I have to kill a crew and fly there myself. <laughs> Which I totally love. Yeah, I love that. That is actually um, Joanna saying that she'll kill a crew and fly there myself. And Katniss responds to her. It's probably not best to bring up in training, but it's nice to know I'll have a ride. Yes. So these two have been um, next to each other in in the hospital and um, for quite a while. 
and not quite friends yet. No, but this but seems to allies. be a tu- this seems this- to be a turning spot right here, especially yeah. when she kind of grins. She goes, uh, Joanna grins, and I feel a slight but significant shift in our relationship. Absolutely, absolutely, and so. Um, they decide that they're going to train together and they get up and they go and um, training doesn't go so well the first day. Um, and she can't quite finish. And she's like, you know what? I'm I'm sore. My my ribs are still bruised. And the... Um, the trainer says, the well, trainer didn't says they offer to, you a treatment for right. that? So, is there a treatment? They told me I had to mend naturally now here's the thing it's almost as if they're trying to make her stay behind yeah they told me i had to mend naturally and she's like no there's a way to speed it up and um you just gotta ask for it it's not going to be any fun and the captain is like 24 needle jabs into my rib cage later (laughs) she's back in the hospital back on her back just wanting to and Wanting to beg for drugs, yep. wanting the the morphling so bad, right? But the the can you the, imagine fourteen well, jabs into your twenty four <laughs> twenty four? You would be crying. I would be crying. You would be crying. Yeah, you you but, you would have been flattened after the first one. But the twenty four needle jabs is to give her the treatment to help her get well, and they right. say, listen, you know, by the end of the week, you'll you're good as new. Good as new. So, um, but it's not it's not a good night. Um, are they, they're not out yet, are they? Um, but it's soon after this. So, um, we learn that Joanna has been stealing Katniss's morphling. Yeah, we've known that for a while. And so now she's like in some serious withdrawal and it is not going well for her. Right. She is not happy at all. And, um, but she's, she's pushing through and, and they're training quite, um, quite well for two severely damaged. I mean, these girls have like some baggage, right? But they are training with like younger kids, younger kids, like teenagers. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 they're, they're, they're right. They match, I think, well with them, with the crowd. Yeah, but if you think about that, I mean, if you think about that lifestyle in which 13 come up, those, those 13 year old kids, they're not what we're thinking about as kids. Mm, yeah, I guess you're right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not, they're not, you know, our neighborhood kids from the street they're pulling like, them they're in like from North, playing basketball and, and, they're and like putting North them out. They're like Korean kids. They're, right? they're disciplined. Okay. I'm not going to label them, but right. they're disciplined. Well, here's the thing. They want out, they want out of the hospital because everybody is viewing them as patients. And if she's ever going to get to the hospital, we got to get out of this place. So the they, capital. Yes, exactly. If we want to get to the she capital. gets to the hospital all the time, just fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the capital. She's having a hard time reaching. So basically, they you know they have to pull some strings, but they finally get approval to leave. Uh, and uh, Joanna and Katniss, I think, begin to room together. Is that they what's do going on? because they don't want they don't want to let um, Joanna out on her own. 
So Katniss um, steps up to room with her, but um, Hamage has to check on them and they're given a compartment right next to her mom Prim and her mom. Yeah. Right. And of course, this is where she makes note note that uh, Johanna has really lost everything. She has nothing other than her. Uh, she has no possessions, but her government issued clothes that she has. Exactly. So that, and of course that becomes, you know, important later when we get into chapter 18, which is pretty cool right. moment, I think. But anyway, um, what else goes to happen? So basically, so you have, so what about what's going on with Finnick, Hamage, and Beatty? I don't know. Where are you? The next highlight. My next highlight is about PETA. Oh. Your next. Okay. Yeah, they're talking about PETA. I don't know. Hamage says he's getting better. Maybe, but he's changed. So have you. So have I. And Finnick and Hamage and Beatty. Uh, don't get me started on Annie Cressida. The arena messed us all up pretty good, don't you think? Or do you still feel like the girl who volunteered for your sister? Okay. I love Joanna. She like seriously tells it how it is. Yeah. She's like, look, he he is different. You're right. He is. But so are you. So are you. Right. So I, I like her. She, she She's authentic. Mm-hmm. So then there's a bunch of other things that are going on. I noticed there's a little <laughs> note in here that says we join a group that includes Deli, Annie, and Finnick. Um, They're eating. And then there's something of what you just highlighted, just a little note that frankly, I could use a little sugar coating. So what's the context of that? Okay. Highlight? Um, Deli is always standing up for her. Um, and she is, she is her best defender when it comes to PETA. When PETA goes off on some rant about her being a mutt and her being, you know, changed but all the evil things that he now believes that she is Delhi is her greatest champion and, and will come in and say she's not and all of these things. And she says, um, anyway, even if she's sugarcoating my, my good points, I appreciate it. Frankly, I could use a little sugarcoating. Gotcha. That's what, that's what that was. I think that that's funny. All right. Um, so they're sitting down, they're having, they're, they're eating, and Peter comes along and, and Peter comes says, along. hey, you can sit here. We're old friends. And uh, Peter and I uh, had adjoining cells in the Capitol, she says. We're very familiar with each other's screams. Right. And um, which really messes Annie up. And um, I, Joanna, she's like, what? My head doctor says I'm not supposed to censor my thoughts. It's part of my therapy. <laughs> I totally want to use that line, except for I don't, in fact, see a head doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do know that you have a problem with uh, not filtering your thoughts. Hey, now, I think I, I think I filter my thoughts pretty dang well. <laughs> and the fact that I just think dang, it's like really filtering. <laughs> may, may, maybe you filter your words but not often the glances. I can tell you that not all of my thoughts come from my head to my mouth. <laughs> I know. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But which um, is a scary thing to even think about. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, Peta Phoenix says, "How's this glare working for you?" What? You said oh. I might filter my thoughts, but not my, yeah. Don't make me sorry I restarted your heart. So, you know, I love the playfulness between 
this ragtag group of people, you know, it's just, I, I, you almost feel, it, dare I say it, you feel the camaraderie of a Harry Potter crew. Okay. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, you almost, with these people, it's almost like that relationship of a Ron Weasley and a Harry Potter and uh, Hermione and, uh, you know, Neville. Neville. Exactly. And, and what's her name? The goofy chick who sees things? Luna. Yes. Luna Lovegood. You know, it, th- th- this is what I think. I mean, I know it's a completely different story, but it's this camaraderie of these young people. Who have been through things that they shouldn't have to live through. Yeah. And and not all of them really... Lo- I mean, obviously, in Harry Potter, you, you've got the three that were very close to each other. But, you know, with Luna, it's just like... It's not like they're best friends, but, you know, they're, they're, their circumstances have brought them together. Right. And uh, and, and I like that. I'm, I'm looking forward to see that played out in the movie. I, I do, too. But here, the, it's not going... So, like, PETA is still very... Um, on edge very um what is the word uh, confrontational and um he makes a, um he makes a, a kind of a joke that you can't really tell if it's a joke or if he's serious but it's a pass at annie it's it's totally telling finnick that he better he better treat a writer he's gonna take her away from him and um and Finnick is like, don't make me sorry I restarted your heart. Um, and let's see. Don't make me sorry I restarted. He leads Annie away after giving me a concerned glance. When they're gone, Deli says in a reproachful voice, he did save your life, Peta, more than once. For her, he gives me a brief nod. For the rebellion, not for me. I don't know him anything. Ah, okay. So, so Peta is still a little bit on the nutso side. He is. Gotcha. He's still on. He's still on the side of he doesn't know what to think or who to trust or what in his mind is real and what is not. Right. But on the other hand, you're still right because there still is this bond that has brought this ragtag group of people kids together that right wouldn't be otherwise. I think what I need, what I um, sometimes have a tr- trouble reminding myself is that Finnick and Joanna and Annie are older than Peta, Katniss, and Gale. Because they, they were, won their games. Right. They, the only reason they were in the games this time was because of the quarter quell. The quarter quell. quell. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I love when... Um, I love Deli and how she's constantly standing up for them. Yeah. Even though you know none of them were really friends. Yeah. Now if they cut out if if they cut out Deli Cartwright out of this this movie, they will series, have failed. They will have failed. Epic fail. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, um Do we ever know what happened to Madge? Have we ever heard? Did she no. die? I they she just never existed in the movie world. No, no, no. I'm talking about in the book. Oh, we're pretty sure she did. Oh, okay. She, yeah. Okay. So she died. Because she went back and she saw 12. She went back and walked through yeah. 12 and it was Mara's house and they didn't think nobody made it out. And, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, And Katniss being Katniss, 
I, I really, I really relate to this girl. I certainly do. I shouldn't rise to the bait, but I do. <laughs> Maybe not. But Mags is dead, and you're still here. That should count for something. And um, and she really cannot. She really cannot find a way to relate to this Peta. Right. She is always on the defensive. So she decides him. to push buttons instead. So. She put. She, I can't reach him, so I'm just going to push buttons, yeah. and I'm just going to be on the defensive. And he already thinks I'm a terrible person, which she totally agrees with, and which she totally agrees. That's with. That's what I said. Yeah, which she totally totally agrees with, and um, and you know, and you know what? And I they like, stay at this odds. But the thing is, is I'm in a way, I'm very glad that she does that because she's remained true to who she is. She's not sugarcoating herself no, in she's front of not. PETA because if PETA's ever to remember who she truly is, she has to be honest and authentic in herself for him to ever come back and say, you know what? Because th- there is a part. It's like, you're a work of art. You know, it's <laughs> like, dude, seriously, you're something. You know? <laughs> but that's not meant as a compliment. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but but that but the thing is, is the the girl he fell in love with was that rough around the edges. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so for him to be, for him to have any chance of being pulled out of that and seeing her for who she really she is. She needs to remain who she is. She needs to remain who she right. is. She so can't change that. They continue to, to you know, um, to have this, this interaction where they're both being very um, combative. Is that the... Would you use that word? Yeah, I would. Um, I did. Anyway, so he starts bringing up um, implications about nights on the train and implying that more happened than what they did and and asks about her and Gail. So are you two officially a couple now or are they still dragging out the star-crossed lovers thing? Joanna says, still dragging. (laughs) And then um, spasms cause Peter's hands to tighten into fist, then splay out in bizarre fashion. Is it all he can do to keep them from my neck? Right. And um, and so they they are still at this odds. And now Gail is is interacting, and you know that um, things heat up. Things heat up. Right, and they have to leave. But um, after after Gail and and Katniss leave, he says he says to Katniss, and this is probably one of my um, I'll I will just this is one this not one of um, this is my one and only favorite Gail moment. What you yes. have a, you have a favorite Gail moment? Well, it's the one and only. All right. All I'm, right. I'm listening. Okay. So he says to Katniss, I didn't expect you. You mute. What, what? I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Share your Gale moment. La, 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 la. Well, you have to pay attention. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'm you can't do- hear my filter right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I make myself laugh. I just did that for all those Gale fans out there. That's fine. You know, anyway, the, those two so, people, those. The, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
They're, they keep posting in the forum. I'm like, good grief, people. <laughs> Come no, I'm on, just seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I read them, though. Um, I don't respond, but I read them. Anyway, Gil says to Katniss, I didn't expect that. Uh, I told you he hated me, I say. It's the way he hates you. It's so familiar. I used to feel like that when I'd watch you kissing him on screen. Only I knew I wasn't being entirely fair. He can't see that. Maybe he just sees me as I really am. I have to get some sleep. Admitting that she believes that what he sees is who she is. Yes. You know, totally admitting that. Um, Gail catches my arm before I can disappear. So that's what you're thinking now. Katniss, as your oldest friend, believe me when I say he's not seeing you as you really are. He kisses my cheek and goes. Oh. It has nothing to do with the, oh, I could care less about the kiss, but... No, uh, just no, the reassuring the, 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 her. He but, is not. You are not seeing you as you really are. Yeah. No. No. I get that. And and in my favorite line there, if if I can even have a favorite line that has anything to do with Gail, is when he says, "Katniss, as your oldest friend." friend. I'm. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. But this this is. I love this moment. Yes. I do, and I'm glad that she put it in here. And if it misses the movie, it'll be okay. <laughs> it will not, because people have to have encouragement in their lives. Yes. When you are a nasty little pessimistic but, thing like her, you need somebody to tell you that that's not who you really are. Deli could tell her, unless in fact that is who you really are, and then you have problems. <laughs> anyway. So Joanna comes in and she's like, you missed the best part. Deli lost her temper at PETA over how he treated you. She got very squeaky. It was like someone stabbing a mouse with a fork repeatedly. (laughs) (laughs) The whole dining hall was riveted. That is an excellent line. It was hilarious, right? Yes. It was like someone stabbing a mouse with a fork repeatedly. So um, she asks what did Peter do? And he started arguing with himself and um, like he was two people and the guards had to take him in a way. And the best part, no one seemed to notice I finished his stew. Yeah. <laughs> she ate his food. And then she notices that there's a layer of grime under her fingernails. And I like, wonder if the people in seven ever bathe. Right. Yeah. Okay. And um, so she asks after they um, do some studying and she finally gets up the nerve and says, Joanna, could you really hear him screaming? That was part of it. Like the Jabberjays in the arena, only it was real. And it didn't stop after an hour. Tick tock. Tick tock. I whisper back. Mm. Everything screams in my dreams tonight. Yeah. Well, here's the good news. We, we read chapter 17. Two weeks we- ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> So that was just as much as a refresher for me than for some of you guys who hadn't read that chapter. In quite I've some read time. it like three times now, so I remember it quite well. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Here's the good thing. We finished 18 just moments ago. So I'm, I'm happy to say I'm happy to say that I am well versed on what is about to take place. So here we go. Chapter 18. She is ready to go to training. She does it with a vengeance. Eat, live, breathe, the workouts, drills, weapons, practice, lectures, tactics, bring it on. She's re- got it. I have my, t- I am going to get my ticket to the Capitol and I am going there with a 
mission. Absolutely. She called it from the beginning. I will kill Snow. Everything's going pretty well. I'll be your Mockingjay, but I yep. will kill Snow. She has, she has a mission. Everything is going well. Go ahead. Just everything's going pretty good until one morning, somebody starts showing up at the workouts. Manacles off. Mr. PETA. PETA starts showing up. She confronts Plutarch. Um, he says it's just for the cameras that, you know, they got um, Annie getting married and, and Joanna hitting targets. And all of Pan Am is wondering about PETA. Yeah. And it's just for the cameras. And, you know, we don't necessarily need a kiss or anything, but it can be cool to see the two of you together just hanging out. And, yeah. uh, and she walks away from the conversation right then and there. Yep. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So just a few days before the troops are. But ready- here's the thing: Why would he? Like the last time they were in the same room together, he. Tr- He's trying to strangle her. He tried to kill her. Or was getting ready to. And are you really going to put her in that situation again? I mean, come on. Well, yeah, he does have his manacles off. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if coin had anything to do with that. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway. Dun, dun, dun. So, um, where are we? Uh, York unexpectedly tells Joanna and me she's recommended us for the exam and we're to report immediately. And then, of course. There uh, are four parts to the exam. Obstacle course. Um, written tactics. A test of weapons proficiency. And a simulated combat situation. That will prey upon your greatest weakness to see how you stand up under the trial. I love, she's like, weakness? Crap. They could nail me to the wall on any number of things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I love the thing, of course, obviously what they did is they tested her ability to follow orders. And, and... Honestly, they didn't want her to go to the Capitol. No, they didn't. Uh, but and they're like, okay, well, duh, just give her. I mean, give her an obvious scenario where the right thing to do to take care of everything and get her to accomplish her mission is to shoot the barrel, blow it up, and kill the peacekeepers, and then just give her an order not, not to do to. it. And hands down, she fails. Blah blah blah. She's out of there. But she recognizes she, the trap. Yep. Which I truly believe was a trap. And she smacks into the ground so hard and fast. I'll be picking gravel out of my chin for a week. Yes. I like that. Nice. She gets her stamp. And she is. Here's another. Here's another moment when we get to see. um, See her just as. The 17 year old girl that she is. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Um, I exit the block. Soldiers congratulate me. Stamp my hand with squad number 451 and tells me to report to command. Almost giddy with success, I run through the halls, skidding around corners, bounding down the steps because the elevator's too slow. I bang into the room before the oddity of the situation dawns on me. Do you know when you read, when you were reading that and I heard you say bounding down the hall? I thought of the little, is it a Pixar short? It's a Pixar short. Called Bounding. Bounding. Uh, and no, it's, it's Bounding. Bounding. There's no G. All right, Bounding. Bounding. Uh, from, what is that? The Incredibles. I think so. It's on the Incredibles yeah. DVD. So anyway. Yes. Yeah. 
And of course, then she goes in and what happens? She finds it. It's all of her friends. Well, plus a couple people she's never heard of before. But she's like, it takes everything to calm myself down and not to jump up and down. Right. And so, again, you remember, she's a girl. Yes. She's just a she's just a girl. Yeah. A 17 year old girl who not only is in, which was her greatest desire mm-hmm. is not only in but she gets to work under bogs with her friends i mean that is just like so cool oh my gosh right i'm totally gonna fire up my youtube channel and say you're not gonna believe what happened to me today absolutely i mean this is like a good moment for her <laughs> could you imagine if if katniss had her own youtube channel and she was doing like a little web diary mm-hmm. okay guys so here we are I was like totally prepared to go in and have all these two. Okay, but- except I don't really don't think it'd be that peppy. <laughs> really? Come on. All right. Maybe. So she's in. Um, she's standing in line um, with her, with her squad, with her unit. Well, they, they, they're they ready to talk about and the details. And she's listening to, right. She's listening to Plutarch give a presentation. Right. And there's the holograph. Yes. Which is really cool because for me, this makes so much more sense after seeing the games, uh, right. uh, the movie, The Hunger Games, because they showed you the holograph there. Right. You I know? really liked how they, I really like how they did that and yep. how they brought it up. Um, I was just telling you before, you know, um, in Iron Man 2, there is, he scans, um, he scans the model of mm-hmm. the city and it has the, and it's so like, that's what it reminded me, you know, because he, sh- at first she couldn't see it. Until Plutarch pressed a button and it came up into the holographic projection. Yes. Anyway, I really like that. So, um, I'm unaware that my feet are moving to the table until I'm inches from the holograph. My hand reaches in and cups a rapidly blinking green light. Someone joins me. His body tense. Finnick, of course, because only a victor would see what I see so immediately. The arena. Laced with pods controlled by game makers. Finnick, Finnick's fingers caress a steady red glow over a doorway. Ladies and gentlemen, his voice is quiet, but mine rings through the room. Let the 76th Hunger Games begin. And then there's laughter. Quickly. From her. (laughs) Only from her. Only from her. (laughs) And she's like, okay. Before anyone has time to register what lies beneath my words I've just uttered, before eyebrows are raised, objections are uttered, two and two are put together, the, and the solution is that I should be kept as far away from the Capitol as possible. Because an angry, independently thinking victor with a layer of psychological scar tissue too thick to penetrate is probably the last person you want on your squad. Right. I... I love the way that that is written, and that's why I apologize to um, um, Suzanne Collins for for just reading her whole book on this podcast. But I love the way that that is all written right there. Just, I just really do. Yeah, and then of course we're psychological in- tissue. <laughs> we're uh, then introduced to several of the other members of the team. Of course, there's the red shirts. Yeah, <laughs> League Two. Uh, who League has One and League Two. League One, Thing One and Thing Two. <laughs> thing Two has the red shirt. Ah, okay. And um, and by that, Cliff Means is the first one. Yeah. 
of the squad that that will be disposed of that, yeah so um, replaced how about that right so um, Katniss and and Finnick have a discussion about you know what did they tell their family you know we're going back into another arena you know what do we tell them nothing you, t- you tell them nothing it's bad enough that we're going to war we don't need to tell them anything Hamish tells the two of them that um, Joanna is back in the hospital and um, that she had she had a breakdown during um, her time on the simulated block because her weakness is water and they flooded the street and this is when we find out that that's how they tortured her in the capital right by soaking her with water and then um, giving her electric shocks and then of course then we hear where she recalls okay that makes sense why she was protested going out into the rain it explains why she doesn't doesn't shower right and so yeah absolutely she is um terrified of water and then they start to talk about the special mission that they're on. Well, no, first she goes out into the woods. This, this is one of my favorite oh, parts. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes. Katniss goes into the woods and um, finds a pine tree. She she takes a piece of... Um, I don't have any of this highlighted. I don't way. either. I'm just on this page. Okay. Sorry. I'm just smarter than you. I use my book and follow page by page. That's fine. Um, did I say that out loud? Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. That one <laughs> slipped the filter. <laughs> um. Anyway, she takes a, a piece of, of bandage from her mom's um, room and she goes and she takes some pine needles and she wraps them in an apple-sized bundle um, and takes them to the hospital room for, for Joanna. And now she has a reminder of home. Something to put in her drawer. Something to put in her drawer that smells like home. And hold on, wait for it. Tears flood her eyes. Yes. I love this. Yeah, I love this because Joanna is this hard scarred um self-protecting person Mm -hmm. and in this moment of kindness from katniss who shows who she really is not who she believes she is right um she gets through to her and i love that right i really do only Peter could see that yeah anyway whatever um, it, this has nothing to do with him. It doesn't. Um, this is between the two of them. And, um, and she's I not doing really it love to... this moment. She's not doing it for the camera. She's not doing it. She is doing it because she understands. And she, and she felt, and, and she's been thinking about that time mm-hmm. when they first share, started to share that compartment together and she had nothing and, and she feels for her. And so absolutely awesome. So now are we to the point where they're ready to break the news about their special mission? Yeah. That they're just, ne- pretty much they're just stunt doubles. Stunt doubles. Yeah. They ain't going to be on the front lines. Yeah. Not a chance. So. It's for the TVs. They are the star squad. Yeah. And of course, I love how they say, well, you know, you notice Katniss isn't complaining. Well, that's because Katniss understands the value of what we do on the screen. It's like, and I love what she said. No, actually, Katniss isn't complaining because she has no intention of staying with this star squad. But she (laughs) recognizes the necessity of getting to the Capitol before carrying out any plan that she may have. Still, however, to be too compliant, (laughs) I better make a little bit of a ruckus here. So she does. She does, but um, they they do um, 
that they're ready to leave they're ready to ship out those are the words that i'm trying to think of and she says goodbye to her mother and and to prim and her mother actually cries yeah for the first time like ever so um apparently she's you know feeling some rekindled relationship here you know here's the thing that her mom has never i mean her, her there's been a little bit of redemption for her mom since she's come to 13 you know mm-hmm. but it's right around this time you're starting to i mean i think from when 13 was under attack and her mom took care of prim and and they were under you really start to get a good feel for her mom and it's like wow she she is she's bounced back mm-hmm. she has bounced back and i think that that's very cool yes Okay. Now, of course, she's said her goodbyes. Now she's thinking, okay, maybe I should say goodbye to Peta. Mm, no, probably not. Right. So, but, but she, she do- does do something. She takes the pearl, yeah. um, and she slides it into the pocket of her uniform, a token of the boy with the bread. And you made a great point, and I love this: the fact that there are two different people distinctly in her mind. There is Peta. The current version that they rescued from the Capitol. Yep. And there is the boy with the bread. Right. And she no longer sees them as the same person. No, the boy with the bread is no longer there. So going to say goodbye to PETA really doesn't make any sense at all. Would be bad for both of them. Because because the boy with the bread does not exist anymore. Right. And so she took the pearl not to remember PETA. But to remember the but boy. But to re- remember the boy with the bread. Absolutely. I like that. Thank you. You did good. Thank you. All right. While I outwardly express my disappointment about our lack of any real partici- participation, I'm busy with my own agenda. So she's starting to think, okay, let's take a look and see about the sur- surroundings here, the scenery. Let, let's see how things are working. You know, get this hollow thing. Um, you know, I, I understand how this whole... You know, ne- yelling nightlock three times will shut it down. It has to not go. only shut it down, it makes it explode. explode. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out here because I'm going to need that thing. And I'm going to have to steal it from Boggs. And I think it probably uh, be- while it's activated. Yeah. Because it's voice activated. And I think it would be easier to steal his teeth. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I'd like to see her try. To steal his teeth. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny. So then it was, uh, what, we get the, it's the fourth morning. She, it is. You know, she's been plotting and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they have, there's a little bit of a firefight and some things are happening. And then the red shirt bites the dust. Right. They lose the first of their, of their squad and um, League 2. Um, thing 2. Is, <laughs> you're so mean. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking... Dr. Seuss. Right. Thing so anyway, two. she's hit with metal darts and um, one catches her in the brain. Yes. Plutarch promises a speedy replacement. I love that. That's what I was saying. It's like, oh yeah, yep. we, 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 get, we got more. That's because nobody is... Bring on is... Three, thing three. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. The following evening. Hey, put an orange shirt on, will ya? Anyway. The newest member of our squad arrives with no manacles no guards strolling out of the train station with his gun swinging from his strap over his shoulder their shock confusion resistance but 451 is stamped on the back of Peta's hand in fresh ink uh oh 
and and here he is and um and bog says he's gonna go make a call peter's like look it won't matter the president assigned me herself but if coin sent peter here she's decided something else as well that i am more used to her dead than alive indeed she's got plans for katniss she does and that, my friends, is going to be the end of our coverage of part two of Mockingjay, the book that only took us like four billion years to get through. Megan thinks we've been reading this book for four years. I, that, I feel like we've been reading this book for four years, honestly. Oh, man. So we have nine more chapters. Do we? Is that how many there are? I said three groups of three, right? Yeah, you did. I don't usually believe your math, but that's okay. So you got 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 26, and 27. And the epilogue. The epilogue. Yep. And so, yeah. I don't know how we'll cover those. We'll we'll work those out. But um, I I do know that I'm eager to get to 27 because I want to read how this thing ends. And I'm also eager to start a certain Downton Abbey podcast. I know you are. Anyway. My friends, we want to say thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. If you haven't done so already, tell a friend. HungerGamesPodcast.com. If you want to learn how to do your own podcast, this is what I do for a living, by the way. I teach people how to do podcasts. You can go to learn how to podcast.com. You can create your own fan podcast today. Learn how to podcast.com. And if you want to talk about Hunger Games with other Hunger Games fans, head over to Hunger. No, not Hunger. Head over to gspncommunity.com. Again, that's GSPN. That's generally speaking production network gspncommunity.com register for our free online community site and you'll be connected with other Hunger Games fans and if you love Gail well you might find one or two people there that are with you the rest of you PETA fans we'll see you online until next time my friends may the odds be ever ever in your favor 